welcome everybody to another episode of the hydration break it should be a really good one we've got stuff right around the corner here with the world cup uh we're just uh single digit days now counting down before the world cup starts and uh we are going to be heading out soon for it as well so we are in packing mode right now and uh my co-host linda yang is here with me and we've been having some packing parties yeah we uh had to make sure we're bringing similar things just to make sure we're on the same page mentally and physically uh still trying to find some last minute items just trying to you know prepare for winter in the middle of summer which is weird winter is coming winter is coming and I'm actually kind of excited about it I don't know about you guys but it is super hot here in Tennessee I I think I'm actually ready for some winter I mean I think yes and no I'm excited that it's going to be cooler because it has been really hot in Iowa as well but I'm also it's going to be weird since this is like my third world cup I've said this before it's always been hot so now going to a place where it's not going to be hot, it's going to be kind of like, it's going to, it's going to mess with my brain because I'm going to be like, what is happening? It's because it's going to be like, it looks like it's going to be 50s, 60s ish um, for the most part where we're going. So it's not too bad, but at night it could be a little chilly. I am excited. I am definitely a flannel girl uh, for, um, but people will look at the reference i am definitely more folklore like very like cardigans warm sweaters definitely more my thing i don't understand the reference but okay uh, <laughs> uh but I, I i i also am bringing flannel so as you know since we like went through everything in our <laughs> in our packing um piece by piece to make sure that we all were it's hard to, I'm, I'm telling you, it's hard to pack for winter and soccer and this many days that we're going to be gone. It's, it's challenging. Yeah, I, I think we got it, but if not, shops do exist in New Zealand, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, we can just, you know, make up for anything with a little bit of shopping. Absolutely. There's there there. I mean, I feel like as long as we bring the important stuff, like jerseys, everything else you can get while you're over there. So I'm not I'm not as concerned about it. It's just trying to make everything fit is going to be fun. Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely that uh, might just end up bringing more luggage than I tend to do. But, you know, it's fine. We'll make it work. And then our other travel companions probably going to show up with like a backpack and then we're yes. going to have all of the things i'm going to show up with like a giant suitcase uh, maybe a duffel bag and a, a backpack and then yeah, I've, I've got two bags i've got one yeah. rolling suitcase and a backpack but my backpack is going to be pretty big yeah i just don't want to have to carry like on my back like backpack a lot so i would rather just have like the duffel on top of my rolling suitcase and then a light backpack i'm just gonna hulk out don't worry it'll be fine well you're you lift so it's fine like uh that's what, that's what the gym bro liz is uh, <laughs> working on just all the I'll, all that backpack carrying capacity just give me all of the luggage and i'll just carry all of it it's fine it's no big deal i feel like that's what i did on my last trip um 
if people don't know, I went to the last World Cup with my mom and we overpacked, which is why I'm trying really hard only to bring two bags um, because it was miserable, like trying to carry. We each brought three bags and it was so bad. So yeah, trying not to do that this time, trying to be more aware. Makes sense. Well, before we start, it's the World Cup. It's part of a, a essential World Cup like trip is uh, hydrating. So what are you hydrating with today? Well, it is very important because we fly out soon and it's important on a very long flight to be hydrated before because, I mean, you got you to stay hydrated because you don't want to get sick. You don't want to get blood clots. You don't want to get all that good stuff. Get moving. Um, so I have today some water, some regular water, of course, in the Gryffindor water bottle, as usual. Um, and then I also, of course, have my, I think it's just become a thing now where I've got my sparkling water that you like to call jazzy water. We're rolling with the mixed berry flavor today. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I got. What do you what do you got going on over there? I got uh some regular H2O uh in my fancy uh UT camelback and then uh some jazzy lemon sparkling water. That's very it's very mine's jazzy. A, mine's in a plastic container, which is a nice thing. Yeah, it's way better. It's very jazzy. No. It looks very jazzy. Yeah, so we're we're rocking the bubblies today. Um, we must be needing that. But yeah, so we're going to talk all things World Cup today. Uh, we're in World Cup mode. We are ready, as I said. It is right around the corner. Um, so we're just going to get into this and talk talk some game. Yeah. Do you want to start off with New Zealand? The New Zealand and Australia kick off their openers in the respectful countries. Respecting countries, my bad. Yeah, um, yeah. New Zealand plays Norway. They're the first game, so they get to do the um, opening ceremony. Um, and that is going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to be a tough one for New Zealand. Norway's a tough team, and they can maybe do it. I think that home field advantage might have might come into play. I know that they've been talking a lot about that with Australia, but I think it's important to talk about that um, as well with New Zealand. And it, it it's going to be, we're going to be on our flight during that game. And we're going to try really hard to tune in because um, I, of course you want to watch all the games that you can, but that opening game is always so special. Yeah. Uh, I think New Zealand's uh, weakness for their team is their unfortunate circumstance of that they never get to practice a lot as a team. So their team chemistry is not as solid as other teams would be. However, I, since they've been playing friendlies leading to the World Cup, I think it's given their team time um, and the necessary components to build that chemistry for their team. So I think we might see a different New Zealand for sure in this World Cup group stages. And we'll see if it's enough for them to beat Norway and come out of the group. Yeah, for sure. They just played um, a friendly uh, and against Italy. And they, they lost, but Italy is another team that's in the World Cup. And so I, they, they've also played Vietnam and um, it, like mo most recently. 
and Vietnam's in the U.S.'s group, and they beat Vietnam, and Vietnam gave Germany a really good run. So the thing is, is like New Zealand's one of those teams where it's so hard to gauge where they're at because I feel like they can play really well one day and then the next day not so much. And so I feel like it's th- that game's up in the air. I think that they could beat Norway or they – could struggle so we'll see I feel like it's one or the other with them I don't they're they're like one of those teams that like hangs tough with you it's either all or nothing I I believe I I agree with on that part I've never really seen Norway's play uh but uh it should be really interesting to see how they do against New Zealand yeah, they haven't really played many games um uh like recently their last game was in April and they tied Sweden three to three. So, I mean, they, again, where's their chemistry at? I don't know. That's where we're going to be at with it. Uh, but we'll see. But yeah, that, that game will be interesting. And then the Australia game, I mean, that that's the next, that's a big home opener for them. We're expecting from the sounds of it, huge crowds for the Australia games. Um, they're getting a ton of support. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out because they play Ireland and we all know that Ireland, they, uh, they hung tough with tough with the U S and yeah. so again, this could be another game where both host countries could possibly lose. They really could. There is a distinct possibility that they could lose. I think Australia is doing a good run leading up to their opener. I think this is a big moment for them and I can't see them going down um, without a big of a fight, which playing Ireland, there might actually be a fight. There, there might be a fight given what happened in the recent game that they had with Ireland played Colombia and they actually had to stop the game 20 minutes in. Two yellow cards were given to the Colombia players and then Denise O'Sullivan was taken uh by ambulance to the hospital. Um, it sounds like she's doing okay, but that's just a situation where across the board, it doesn't sound like it's a good situation. Um, and we don't want that. We don't want injuries. We don't want people to be that physical in games. That's not acceptable, but Ireland is also a very physical team. We know Colombia is Ireland. We know from that when they played in the United States, they were very physical with the U S and so I'm curious to see how Australia handles that physicality um, and how the referees, because you know who you want to be physical with in that game. You want to get, you want to body up Sam Kerr for sure. Don't let her break out. And so I'm curious to see how they do that and how the refs let Ireland play. Will Katie McCabe get a card? That is the question. I don't think, I don't think the question is will is when. I think it's typically <laughs> the question and no, no, like anything on her. I do love Kane McCabe mainly because she plays for Arsenal. If she played for a different club team, that might be a different story. But as of right now, Katie K- McCabe, love her. Um, but again, even as Arsenal fans, you know, McCabe is a physical player. It's just like, you just like for the, when the U S it's like, either Sonnet or O'Hara. I mean, Haran gets in there too, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, it, and I mean, Denise 
Sullivan, if you watch NWSL in, in North Carolina, she's one of the most physical players in the league. So exactly. it, like they, the, Ireland is also a very physical team. Um, so I'm curious to see how, how Australia handles that. I feel like Australia is going to win that game. Um, but I think it could be a tight score. I think it could be something, not that I want to predict all these games, but just for this one, for some reason, the scoreline two to one is screaming in my ears. So I'm just going to throw that out into the universe. Yeah, I, I believe this is going to be a tight game, but I do think there is going to be a winner out of that that group stage game. Uh, let's move on to Nigeria and Canada. This one has so many different things with it. There Lots are of storylines so associated for sure. Yeah, I... Not even about the gameplay, which is the part that's so crappy. It's not even like Canada's fighting with their federation, as we have documented in the past. And Nigeria is also what they are fighting with. There's that Nigeria has spoken out. Uh, they boycotted a game already. And they are now talking about boy, boycotting the first game of the World Cup. And that is a huge thing in itself. Yeah. So we don't even know if this game's actually going to take place in the first, like, in in the first place I don't know if we're even we're even going to see it I don't know but the fact that it's these two federations going against each other is interesting to me because of all of the federation stuff yeah what what are what are your thoughts if the game takes place what what are you what are you thinking about I think these are two two really good teams with lots of potential um I personally would see, love to see Nigeria pull through with a W uh, on this. I wish they would would be play this game and play Canada uh, just because I would like to see this matchup personally. It's like more uh, selfishly in my mind, I want to see that happening. However, I understand the capacity of the motion of actually like boycotting and showing and standing up for yourself as well as future players right exactly exactly that's the thing like I want to I, I support the Nigeria players but I think they can beat Canada and so that's the thing that's tough I actually think that while their group is probably like probably one of the most evenly matched like teams just from Australia, Canada, and them. Uh, I think they have a lot of potential to make it out of the group stage. So I would love, I would have loved to see them play and and do that. And I don't know if they're planning just uh, skipping the first game, or they're just going to skip more than that. And they're right; yeah. they have their right to do which whatever they want, whatever is best for them. Yeah, we absolutely support whatever they decide, but I I truly think that they can beat Canada. I think they can win that first game. I think that they can actually come out in their group. Yeah. Um and so I but I think that if they obviously boycott that first game, they're they're putting themselves in a spot where that would make it harder. Um, but they have to do what's best for them, as you said. So we will see. Time will tell if that game is actually going to take place. Yeah, I mean, I think that being able to come out of the group stage will show a lot for them. Yeah, for sure. And 
I I looked up the stats for the Nigeria men's team, not to always compare compare the men's and women's team, but if you are going to withhold money and salary that has rightfully been earned as minimal amount as they are getting paid, uh, comparing it to the men's team who probably don't get their um, salary withheld from them, they probably don't get paid late, years late I think then making through the World Cup placing high in the group stage and making it out shows a lot as well and I hate that in women's soccer that we have to justify the worth to get paid Mm -hmm. I agree it's it's a bad system unfortunately and hopefully things will change Um, and moving on to the next set of games, France, Brazil, and then Sweden, Italy. Man, France, Brazil, that is, that game to me is not to like set up all of the games and like make them all less than, but that game to me is the game of all of the group stage. It's a heck of a matchup. I want to say in the bracket, if you look at the bracket, France versus Brazil. I think one of them will make it to final. In my mind. I don't think that France will, given all the injuries that they've had and the coaching disarray. Um, But I think that they will be a team that will make a deep run. Um, I think that for Brazil... Marta telling all of the players to come over into the NWSL is going to help them immensely. And I think it has, I think that they have learned multiple styles of play now and they understand the physicality now of other teams and what it's going to be like. And I am, I think that Brazil could be a potential final, a finalist in the world cup. I think that is a possibility for sure, given all of their young talent. Um, But that being said, they do have to play out of position. Caroline doesn't play the normal position for the Brazil national team that she plays for North Carolina. She plays more of a midfield role um, for the national team or yeah, for the national team. And so she, uh, it takes away some of her strengths because they don't have a lineup that fits exactly where she can play, where she will be of the most value for them. And so do you that, think we see a change, though, based on how she's playing? I don't think so. They don't have the squad to put somebody in there that would be as good as she would be in that midfield role. That is where she has been playing in their games this year. Um, so I don't foresee them doing that, but maybe they will. Um, and so that could help everybody else in the fact that she's not going to be as forward um, on the field. She will get forward at times, but I don't think that she will be as forward as you see her for North Carolina. Yeah. But yeah, that game, I'm excited. I, I'm hoping that in some way, shape, or form, we can watch that game where where we where we are on our trip. I know. I like I really wanted to be there for that game. I even look up like the flights to attempt to go, but that was never gonna work out with our schedule. I mean it's it would gonna be, be a good one. It would be 
we could work it out. Just what if the flights would have just been really expensive? I mean, maybe we'll maybe we'll figure something out last minute. Who knows? You never know. We could go to row, row a boat. <laughs> but yeah, that game to me, that is the group stage game of all yeah. the group stage games. It who do you think wins that game? Or do you think it ends in a tie? Ooh. It's it's a really tough one for me because I love the French team, but I do see Brazil Brazil coming out with that. And not not just because of the injury. I just think Brazil is where they need to be right now coming into this World Cup. Yep, Pia has them in a really good spot. Um, And I think Marta, her making the announcement that this is her last World Cup, as we all suspected, we thought maybe the last one was going to be, but she's back. Um, and I, I think that those youngsters on that squad, they want to win it for Marta. And they are going to leave blood, sweat, and tears out on that field to win every game that they can. And I think that they might come into this group stage and blow the doors off everything. I think they could be huge winners in some of these games. I think as well, I th- I think it's going to lead up into like a situation like Messi did for the Men's World Cup where this is that was his last World Cup and the players that he played with, a lot of the young ones grew up watching him play and that ins- inspiration of playing with the hero that you grew up with like pushes you to play harder and with someone like Marta with her experience you she has that like on the field experience where even when she's on the sideline she will be actively voicing where the players need to be and listening to her direction will definitely help yeah, I I think that it's one of those things where you don't want to be the player that disappoints Marta. So That's you're real. going to do your best every single time. And because you don't want to be the reason that they don't make it as like as far as they can. It's just one it's almost it feels almost like destiny um that they are going to make a very deep run in this tournament. I felt this ever since Marta kind of hinted at this. It seems like Brazil has been on this really good run. These youngsters are really coming into form right now. I mean, Dabinia, Caroline, Marta, they, the, the, the list goes on with the talent that they have, but Dabinia and Caroline are going to lead this team. Marta will too, but I mean, of players that are going to play a lot of minutes, that's two players that you have to be on it defensively. And you you have to make sure that you are on your game because they will destroy you. Yeah. So good luck, France. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be France, but also playing in that in their group, I would prefer to get away to get Brazil out of the way first. That's how I have felt in the past when we've had Sweden in our group. I'd actually rather have a team like that in your group. You play them in group stage game where there is pressure, but less pressure than a knockout game, of course. So that that's where it's always interesting. Um, but I mean, France, France got beat by um, Australia um, recently. So that's the other thing. It's like, okay, are they, 
are they on their top of their game? Like, where are we at? But again, it's Australia who's also playing really well. I, this tournament is so topsy-turvy on who's going to do what and who's going to win. I think there's going to be so many games where you look at that scoreline and you're like, what happened? What did I miss? Because I truly think that on any given day, anybody can win. I don't think that there's any gimmies. Yeah. You want to talk about the uh, the U.S. games? Absolutely. I mean, this is this is the games that we're going to. So, I, I think I think we need to roll right into this. So, right out of the gate, the United States plays Vietnam. Um, Vietnam is a team that I think everybody doesn't really know what to expect from them. They gave Germany a heck of a run, and then they recently played Spain and lost nine to nothing. So it's one of those things that's like, okay, what do we expect from them? Because I don't know. Um, I think that we are going to see a bunker style play with them, of course. Uh, and I think they're going to try and have some um, some breakouts, breakaways to try and score. Hopefully that we are on it uh, defensively. And I hope that we uh, can figure out how to break down a bunker because sometimes I feel like we struggle with that. Yeah. And so I will be curious to see how it goes. Yeah. I don't know much about the Vietnam like players. I just know most of most not all but all of them I think play in Vietnam. So they they don't have a lot of international experience apart from the national team. So it's really really interesting to see how uh Vietnam style plays uh, in comparison to our our style. Yeah, I think we're going to get I from what I have seen of them play in some of these friendlies, they have a pretty decent defense if they yeah. are on their game. And so it seems like they were not on their game in the Spain game based on the scoreline. I did not see any of that game, but based on the scoreline, nine giving up nine goals, it doesn't seem like they were on it, but that game against Germany, I mean, it seems like they were on their game. So I I I don't think that the United States is looking past this game at all. So I'm hoping uh, that uh, we are on our game and we can get an early goal. I think that's the big thing for us. We need to get an early goal and then it'll be like, take a deep breath, relax. We're here to play soccer. We're here to play our game. Like, yes, it's the World Cup. Yes, it's a big deal. But I think that that early goal would really like take some of the pressure off of everybody. Yeah, And I think that Sophia Smith is going to provide the first goal. I'm going to call that. Sophia Smith is going to get the first goal of the World Cup for the U.S. All right. I'm all about predictions today. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go Alex Morgan. Hey, that's another good choice. I think that Alex could do it um, for sure. But then rolling into the next U.S. game, uh, they're playing the Netherlands, which is, as people have kind of said, it's the most challenging game the U.S. will probably have. Um, and they've they've got some, they've got talent. Yes, Miedema's out, as we all know. She's got, she's out with an ACL. But they still have so much talent on their squad. Yeah, and for sure. And you just look at their, their, um, their roster and you're like, okay, I can see where goals can come from. They've got a really stout defense. Um, and then their midfield is, is very good. And so, I mean, and Van de Donk is always there. As we all know, Van de Donk is always there. And so, and Joe Roard has been playing really, really well um, for Wolfsburg this last season. 
So I think that's a player that we should uh, keep an eye on when that game. Um, but I have faith in the United States. We just need to make sure that our midfield uh, can play right with their midfield. And I, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. There's also what Liga, Liga Martins as well. And then yeah, Jack, uh, Jackie Gronin. And then this is going to be trippy because I was like really confused when I read this was they have a player called Lynn Wilms who plays for Wolfsburg. And when I first saw it, I was like, why is Lynn Williams listed for the Netherlands? And I was like, that does not say Lynn Williams. Try again. Try again. Close. It's close though. I mean, yeah, they've got several players from Wolfsburg. So a lot of their squad um, has played together at club um, too. And they all play at big clubs. Um, but yeah, Martins is one of those players that we got to make sure that we are locking down um, as well. Yeah, definitely not a, a team to be overlooked. No, and I feel like we play them, they play us tough um, when, we, when we play them. Obviously, we played them in the final of the last World Cup. And I'm hoping that maybe we can have a re uh, have Rose Lavelle come back for this game and maybe she can have another dazzling goal um, against them in the group stage as she did in the 2019 final. Yeah. That game, that goal still cracks me up because she was like on the ground and was celebrating and she knew it went, went in and she couldn't even see it, like the ball because she was like, twisting on the ground, but it was a heck of a goal. And I'm hoping that we can repeat kind of maybe the score line on that um, in that yeah. game. So I think that's our toughest game in the group, but I think it's definitely winnable. I think not having Miedema, I'm curious to see what they look like, um, but it should be, I, I think the U.S. can pull pull through and get the win on that one. Yeah. Uh, and Last then, but not least. I was, I was going to say real quick, the first two games are very uh, U.S. time friendly. So if there's ever two games to watch during this World Cup, it's those two will we for sure be able to without having to lose sleep. Yes. yes 8 p.m. Yes. Uh, 9, uh, 9 Eastern, 8 p.m. kickoff uh, for the first two games. Yes. And then the Portugal game is not super time friendly for everybody, but I would highly recommend um, maybe taking a little snooze and waking up and it's on at 3 a.m. Eastern time to 2 a.m. Central time. Um, and all of the United States group stage games are on Fox. They're not on Fox sports one. They are on Fox. So just be aware of that. All of the world cup games are on, they are, are going to be on Fox, Fox sports one, um, all of the games, not just the United States games. They are showing all of the games so you can watch everything. Um, but yeah, that Portugal game, Portugal is just one of those teams where you watch them play. They are so sneaky good. And I'm, I'm a little nervous about this one. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm a little nervous. I believe, uh, I, I think that with, if we approach it like, if we approach it cautiously, we will be fine. If we approach it like, it's it's a team that we that we're not scared of. I think that's where we run into trouble. 
I think we should approach every game like like a, a game against like Sweden. Yeah, I think I... the second we underestimate any team is where we where we lose. Yeah, they've just got um, a few folks on their team with the last name Silva. Those are the players that you really need to keep an eye on um, watching them play. They are very, very talented. They are very quick. Um, and they are the players that we definitely need to shut down um, on their squad. Uh, so I'm hoping that our defense is up to the task. Again, I think from Portugal, I don't know if we'll see a bunker as much back going back to the Netherlands game really quick. I'm not sure if we'll see a bunker from them. I doubt it. We might see like kind of like a low block, maybe like maybe the Netherlands might high press us. I, that would be interesting. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do that one. I don't think that they're going to roll into like a bunker as much with us, but I think with Portugal, we're going to see that. And then I think that they're going to try and um, counter on us uh, and get some goals, which I've watched them do against other teams. So I think tactically that Netherlands game is going to be the oddity. I think we're going to see a similar play from Vietnam um, as we see from Portugal, which the United States sees a lot. And again, it's going to come down to, can the United States break down the low block? Can we break down the bunker? Can we have the dribble attack? Which is why players to me, like Ashley Sanchez and Rose Lavelle and Sophia Smith for that matter are so important because they are players that will take on and dribble and um, attack. And you need to attack that low block and then dump the ball off into the open players making runs. And I think that we struggled with that against Wales. Um, I don't think that we did a really good job of like taking on the, the block and then dumping the ball into the open spaces. I think that we are trying to be too cute with our passes. So I'm really hoping that we can fix that um, and not have that happen against Vietnam and Portugal. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing that we've talked about several times is our passing is just getting too, too cute. Um, whereas we need to maybe go for longer runs and actually cross uh, to open players uh, at better times. And finding the spacing and timing is really important with that, as they already know, I'm sure. Uh, it's when you pass too many times, the, the amount of times we lose the ball when that happens, it's just getting too too high. And that's, I think we're our, one of our issues that we need to work on for this uh, upcoming World Cup. Yeah, the final third has been a struggle, I feel like, for us um, across the board. And even just this year, I just feel like we've struggled with finishing. And I'm hoping that we can kind of hit the ground running. And that's why I think an early goal in that Vietnam game is going to be so important for us. See the ball in the back of the net. And then I feel like the floodgates might open. I think that we'll see a bunch of goals. But if we struggle and we don't get a few goals in that Vietnam game, I think I could see us struggling throughout the group stage game and getting yeah. goals. And I don't want to see that. So I'm hoping that we can get an early goal in that game in the first game. And then it kind of just uh, propels us forward um, in, in the group. And I do foresee the United States coming out first in their group. I don't know your thoughts on that. Um, and if not, it could be really interesting in that round of 16. Um, especially because most everything that we have planned is for the Sydney. 
I wasn't even thinking about the trip, but yeah, we have everything planned for Sydney on the trip, but uh, we would be heading to Melbourne if, uh, if uh, we do not come out first. And with that, we would play the, we could possibly end up playing Sweden. And because if Sweden comes out first in their group and we come out second in our group, Sweden it is. And I don't think we want to see Sweden that early. I really don't think we do. Well, that I guess that's also depending on what kind of Sweden team comes to uh, the World Cup, I guess. They always just play. They are just that team, I feel like, that has our number. It They just play us so tough. Even if we beat them, they just play us so darn tough. And I don't want to see them if I don't have to. I think our stress levels will be a different, different kind of high. So I don't even no, I've I've never been to this will be my first ever knockout game um for the World Cup. So I get so jazzed up for just the group stage games. I can't even imagine what I'm going to feel like for the knockout game. I feel like I'm gonna be very, very high stressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, I there's nothing like a World Cup game. If you've never been to one, um there's just there's just so much more energy to them there's just so much more on the line as well so there's just something about them that just I mean all the games are fun and all the games you kind of get jacked up for but there's just something about the world cup and being there that just it's a certain type of feeling and I I can't wait for you to feel it Lindy it's 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 an experience this is gonna be my first world cup actually being able to follow it uh 2019 i just started watching women's soccer again or just watching soccer in general again and i didn't really get to watch much of the world cup and i started following the nwsl right after that ended and i'm really excited uh honestly last world cup ironically i even though i didn't know much about women's soccer or soccer in general I was I like contemplating going to Paris just because family and I would have just used that as, as an excuse to go watch you know sports but I just ended up not even being able to go watch it but I'm really excited about the games the atmosphere just all the fan and events that's happening I'm just there's just pumped. nothing like it nothing there's, like it there's lots of fan engagement festivals throughout each uh world cup game location so if you're going to the world cup be on the lookout for those for the games that you're going to uh, american outlaw for the u.s has a lot of planned events uh you don't necessarily have to be a member but go check them out and if you want to join they have local chapters almost everywhere so be on the lookout for those. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting World Cup. Again, if you haven't gotten tickets yet, you can probably still buy tickets and go. Just might be a little more expensive, but you know. It might be tricky, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I excited. I Seize the day. This, this is just one of those things where it's like, it's the melding of two things for me because I have always wanted to go to New Zealand and Australia. And then on top of that, it's the fact that it's the world cup. So it's like two things colliding for me. So I'm so excited to go to the games 
I'm so excited to be going with two really good friends of mine. And I'm also really excited to go see these countries and experience their culture and all that they have to offer, because it's just going to be an absolutely amazing, amazing experience. I, I'm, I'm just absolutely so excited about it. So before we finish, I know there's lots of games. I know we didn't get to cover a lot of games, but outside the U.S. and outside of our group, what games are you most excited about that we haven't talked about? Oh, that we haven't talked about. I mean, who? Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna go out there and I was going to say the, um, I was gonna say the France Brazil game because that's the game that like jumps out to me a lot. Yeah. I think that there are some other really interesting matchups. I think that the Japan Spain matchup could be really interesting. Those are two completely different styles of play there, so that could be really, really fun to watch. Germany Colombia, also given what's going on with Colombia. I'm curious to see how the Germans handle the um, physicality of um, of the Colombia team. And I would also like to just give a shout out to the Korean team because Noah, I know you're going to listen to this and I know that you love the Korea team. So I will say that maybe they pull an upset and they beat Germany. Maybe, maybe they do that. Um, I know that you're really high on their team, so I will I will just throw it out there. They play Colombia in their first game, and that could be an interesting game as well because, again, the physicality in Korea is an interesting squad. I think that they're a team that nobody knows a ton about. Yeah, th those are kind of the games that pop out to me. What about you? Uh, the Korean any of the games that feature the Korean team I'm really interested about. Uh, I think the Asian teams are very, very technical. What I've, I've, I've talked to uh, Kim, um, the coach of Racing Louisville, and he always says that the Asian teams are always very technical. Uh, so it's going to be a very interesting game just because versus Colombia and Germany's very physicality, uh, quick play. They are very technical and they're very speedy. So this should be interesting to see how it interacts and if their speed plays a, like uh, an advantage to you know the physicality of their opponents. Absolutely. And of course, uh, Canada Ireland. I'm always very interested in that, just because there are two teams that we are we. Ireland we played most recently in Canada we played very frequently I think it should be really interesting to see opponents that we are pretty familiar with play each other and see how their matchups uh like kind of line up for sure there's so many good matchups I mean again we can't touch on all of them and there's so many good games out there like we haven't even talked about Jamaica and what they bring to ta the table I think that they're a team that could make some noise in this tournament as well how will England do um, they've had so many injuries. Uh, will that, will they be able to persevere? I don't know. There's so many storylines that we just can't get to all of them in an episode. So don't think that we're purposely leaving anything out, but there's just so many things to talk about. But of course we want to talk a lot about the U S since though that's the team that we support and that we're going to watch. So I just hope everybody watches as many games as they possibly can. Um, I know that when I get back from my trip, because we're not going for the entire duration of the World Cup, that I'm going to attempt to watch as many games as I possibly can, because it's just so fun. And all the games, anybody can win on any given day. Yeah, I think this is going to be not as what we expected. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, 
like unexpected score lines. And let's be let's be honest. I think the most exciting games are the ones that we don't anticipate the the person winning. Obviously, the ones that I want to stay the same is when the U.S. beats anyone. Yeah, we we don't we want all the upsets except for the United States. Um, as uh the Kelly Alex and um uh, Ali Long's uh company LFG USA versus everyone. Let's beat everybody. Let's beat L- everybody. LFG is right. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Um, and hopefully we can provide a little bit of content while we are at the World Cup. We will see how that goes. But uh, wanted to get this episode kicked out before we uh, head off on our journey. And I hope everybody enjoys the tournament. Thank you again for listening. Yeah. LFG, go USA. We'll see you guys down under. Yeah. LFG, go US. Let's do it. Let's bring it home. Three Pete, baby. Yeah.